guess what, guys? We're not doctors. No, we are not. If you're going to be making any major medical decisions, please consult your doctor. That includes diets, exercise, medications, and surgery. We love you guys. And we want you to continue to be in our OSLP family forever. So be careful and and consult consult your doctors. Welcome back, OSLP family. Welcome, welcome. You are listening to Our Sleeve Life podcast, and this is Kelly. This is Mel. And uh, we got... We are in the new year. We're guys. the new year, new season. We're we are in the uh past, but talking about the, the future, future because this is this is released on the second. So yes. you are listening to us in the new year. Season and nine. Season nine. Season oh nine. my god, we made it to season nine. We are coming up on four years of doing this. Yes. It's crazy. This is wild. Um, and during this time that we have created this podcast, we have also created a support system. Yes, we have. And how you get into that support system is going to patreon.com forward slash OSLP. And you get to pick a tier. Our favorite tier is the winner's bench tier, right? um, which is not called that anymore, but I will forever call it that. And that gives you access to our winner's bench support group, where we have over 200 people of all ages, uh, races, everybody it's just a great mix of people. It really is. It's almost 300 now, guys. This oh my so God. Is it really almost 300? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so excited because those people mean the world to us. Yes. Because they make sure this podcast keeps running. Mm-hmm. Um, they keep me and Kelly in check. Yes. They even help us when we have struggles. They celebrate when we have like good things happening. Yeah. So it's yeah. really cool because we get to support each other. Yeah. And, and we're we, in those all the time. Yes. We are in that group all the time. We have some wonderful admins that you can go to if you have any questions. And we just love that group so much because it is not one of those Facebook groups that is like full of negativity and all the bad things all the that scary happen. Things. Like people ask questions about certain things, yeah. but it's a very uplifting and supportive group. So if you need that support group in your life, please go to patreon.com forward slash OSLP and pick a tier and join that system. Yes. Because our it's so needed. We love it. And we want you also to go to our sleep mm-hmm. um, because it is a new year. Things are redone. They're revamped. We have it. Re- we rebranded. We rebranded. Kelly did point. a bunch of merch. Stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's all up there. That's right. There's even beanies. There's blankets. There's mugs. Go check it out. Big, what are those things called? Those things? Ta- I'm not going to try. Tapestries. Tapestry. Tapestries. We have tapestries, people. Yeah. And we have 40 ounce water. Kind of like, like this. Yeah. Kind of like this. It's so cool. But they're white and they have our black logo on them. They're so gorgeous. I'm obsessed. Um, And hopefully by the time that they go live, I will actually have one. Oh yeah. We need to get. Yes. Yeah. So I'm um, super excited about that. Now, if you are looking for, uh, oh, I want to mention that if you go to our website, you will want to sign up for our newsletter yes. because we send out two a week. Um, we let you know when our episodes drop yep. and then other exciting things. We don't send too many, but we want to make sure that you are in the know of all the things going on with OSLP. Yeah. Cause we have a lot of stuff that happens in the background. We do that. We get to tell you and you guys get to know first. Yes, so. always. And you want to sign up for the newsletter, especially because we have a free ebook that goes out to you. So that gives you a lot of insider information, a lot of tips, tricks, good episodes to listen for different things topics, all of that. So make sure you go do that. 
And then there's a freeway. Yes. There's always free ways to free help ways. out your girl. So a couple things. One, follow us on Instagram. Yes. Um, it's our sleep life podcast. Follow us on TikTok. Yep. And then follow us on YouTube because mm-hmm. you would know right now that we've been having someone just hang out with us. Yep. While we do our intro. Yeah. And so just hit the bell, hit subscribe. The YouTube button's on your phone already. So I don't know why you're not using it. Yeah, it's pretty but loaded, guys. If you are, please pretty do this. Easy. So I would love to welcome Taking My Life Back 42, Tanya. Yes. Welcome to the show. <laughs> hello. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was, we met you at the retreat mm-hmm. this last yes. year. And oh my God. I just immediately fell in love with you. Yes, we fell in love with you and Teresa. It was wild. We had a good time. Good. We did. Had a good time. We realized that like I'm a lot like you and Kelly's yeah. a lot like Teresa. Yes. It's and I told so Teresa it was funny because when I started my journey, I was I, she was like one of the first people I followed. Mm-hmm. Oh, and wow. I yeah, and I was just like when I got to meet her in person, it was kind of like that like I'm meeting an idol of mine because I was, we're so similar in the way of like, she was basically bedridden. I was basically bedridden. So I related to a lot of what she talked about. And so meeting her in person and then of course meeting you, like it was just such a highlight. breath of fresh air. I just love it. You and I got along a lot on the dance floor. (laughs) They're the calm ones. They're the calm ones and then we're the crazy ones. (laughs) That's right. We're the dancers. Like literally guys, I wish we had a fucking video of this because me and Tanya haven't like actually hugged or anything yet. I met Teresa. She told me you're on the dance floor. So I walk over and I see you and I point at you and we just dance towards each other. Towards each other. And everybody's like, I thought you weren't going to get in the middle. And I was like, well, it just happened. It just happened. We did it. Oh, it was so great. Oh my God. I wish somebody had gotten that on camera. I know. But somebody has Someone got it. You're right. We should just like do a shout out. Yes. Shout out. If you have this video, send it to us. Send it to Tanya. Let's get it. Because they had me in the middle, and I was like, "No, just let everybody else do their thing." And then I saw you, and I was like, "Nope, here we go!" Yeah, <laughs> right? We felt it. <laughs> it was so instant good. connection. Yeah. Oh my god! Well, Tony, can you tell us like where all of your weight started to affect your life? Where it began? Was it? We don't know. During your childhood, tell us. Tell us where it started. So for me, um, it started a love of cooking. Like I've been cooking with my, with my mom, my aunt forever. Like since I was two, we've, I've been cooking with my mom. Um, and so I had an alcoholic father and I turned to food at every, every time I could turn to food, I turned to food. It turned into a food addiction. I was addicted to food. I'm still addicted to food, but I think it's, you know, we just learn to mm, navigate those addictions. We, we were mindful of what we're consuming before I had no, I didn't care about the calories. I didn't care about anything. I was a child and I just turned to food because it made me feel good. Food never let me down. Food still never let me down. But um, so that's how, kind of my childhood. I kind of had an alcoholic father. My parents got divorced. We left and my mom worked like five jobs just to make ends meet. We were very poor. Um, so we ate what we could. We ate what we had. We didn't really know if we were going to have a next meal. So when there was food, we ate. Um, and so that's kind of how where that came from. And then as a teenager, 
I can remember I was always the biggest one in my class. Like I was always, I was mood at, I'm, I'm from a very small rural town. And so walking down the hallway, the guys would moo, um, walking into the classroom, I could barely fit in the desk. Um, I know, and now I kind of see some of those guys at the grocery store. <laughs> like, uh-huh. honestly, it's kind of a funny story because I'm still in the same small town. And yep. so I kind of still see some of those people around and I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bare belly, balding, and then here. <laughs> and yeah. I love yes, ultimate revenge. I don't hold the grudge, but I literally I have gave several looks. Like, remember when you mooed at me in the hallway? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? But um ended up marrying my husband. I met my husband um, my freshman year, and um, of course I was bigger than he was. He was like 120 pounds soaking wet. I was double that by then. Um, and so we've been, we're still together, been together since I was a freshman. And oh, so, wow. but, um, so he has seen me literally through thick and thin, not that I'm thin now, but I'm a lot thinner than I was. So, and just kind of started that way for me, uh, food as a mom, I feel like I could have been such a better mom. Um, food held me back because my life revolved around food. I thought about food all the time, 24 seven. And so my weight would hold me back from like going on the roller coasters with my kids because I couldn't fit. And my weight would hold me back from going to the water park. And so my husband took our kids to the water park and I would not go. Um, Six Flags, the same thing. That was every summer. It was, I was home and they kind of had their life. And without saying, I mean, I think I was still still a good mom. My kids tell me that I was a good mom, but we all know it's kind of an unspoken thing. Like I could have been so much better if I would not have let my weight hold me back. Yeah, um, and so message when I talk to moms, I have lots of moms on my page and they're just like, how, how do you not let the weight hold you back? Don't because you're missing out. I don't care if you're, I don't care what your weight is, go and do it anyways. If you possibly physically can go and do it anyways, because you're going to miss out on, like, I have so many memories with my kids where my husband is the active one with them yeah. and I'm on the sidelines watching always. And so with my grandbabies, I'm not like that. With my grandbabies, for my husband, I'm like, no, you step back because I'm going down the slide with them. No, you step yeah. back. I'm getting in the swing with them. You step back because I'm taking them to the water park and we're getting in the water. Um, And so I'm doing that with my grandkids. Didn't get to do it with my kids. And I really regret that. But, you know, we can't live a life of regret. We just have to move on. And yeah. so that that's that's kind of how my story has, my weight has held me back my entire life basically. And I think that stems from my love of food. And that just turned into like a food addiction. And it just turned into, it's almost like it happened before I knew it. But then is that even possible? Like we knew it. I just didn't have the courage to do something about it. You know, I didn't have the courage. I didn't have the willpower or the determination. And like I did my mom, like I did slim fast with my mom. And then I did like Fin Fin when it came out. We did Plexus. We did, oh my goodness, you name Dexatrim, name something. I've done it. Fin or me, yeah. I've done it all. Um, but never stuck with it. Never was consistent. Never, never was ready to really change my life. I just thought I was. I was never really ready to take my life back like I am now. Yeah. Um, so how many, so a couple questions. How many kids do you have? I was going to ask that one. I have a boy and a girl. Okay. okay. And then how many grandkids? Three. So I have two oh. girls in place. Yeah. Oh, so fun. And then what was your top weight? So I, so it's kind of, it's not really a funny story, but um, I'm not really a doctor. Like I don't really go to the doctor for every little thing. And so like, I wasn't going to the doctor and in all honesty, I wasn't weighing because I knew I was over 400 pounds at this point. So I went to the doctor's office and I stepped on the scale 
and it went up to 4.30 and I stepped off the scale. And he was like, what well, was the nurse? And she was like, you like, we have to have your weight. And I was like, no, you can just put down 4.30. Like I'm, I'm good with 4.30. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like, I didn't get back on the scale. I was, I couldn't tell you a single thing the doctor said that day, because in my mm-hmm. mind, I was like, holy cow. Like I knew yeah. it was, I was thinking 400, like I knew it was 400, but I have, so I really don't know what it was over 430. So I always say 430 was my top out because I don't know what it was. Um, it was so large that I could not sleep on my back or my stomach. I had to sleep on my side for years and years. My husband, I had to sleep on my side because I really felt I was suffocating at night. I couldn't breathe if I was on my back. Couldn't, I couldn't sleep on my stomach. So I always had to sleep on my side. Um, you know, could never tie my shoes. I can never get shoes with laces. And now I'm like, every shoe has to have a lace so I can tie them. <laughs> you yes. Know? Yeah. Yes. Well, how long, I guess my main question is, so like from a kid to having kids, like where did that weight gain jump? Oh my goodness. So I gained, oh gosh, I gained, I'm trying to think whenever I had Zach, my last appointment I went in with Zach, I was at 369. Okay. When I was in, um, I was, and he's 22 years old. So, um, I was at 369 when I went in, my weight has fluctuated so much. So like 430, 369, when I started my weight loss journey, I had lost about a hundred pounds on my own. And so I had called to make a consult when I actually went to the consult, I had lost more weight. So actually my doctor's starting weight is 349 is what he has me down in his books. But in my mind, I know there was a time I was 430 or more. So, you know, we keep track of it mentally. Oh, yeah. As far as his books go, my very first consult, I was 349. And then the day I had my gastric sleeve, I was 299. Wow. So So what did you change? What did you change to lose that? hundred before you went in. And then again, when you went in, so originally I started doing Herbalife. That's what oh. I started. Originally I started doing Herbalife. I was doing shakes and I cut back low carb, cut back my sugar. I quit soda, cold Turkey. I was, I would go to the Sonic. I live like two minutes. I can walk to the Sonic. Like that's how close the Sonic is to my house. Wow. And such a small town, like Sonic McDonald's. That's all we have though. And okay. so I would go there like five times a day and I would get a route 44 Coke. Um, and so I was addicted to Coca-Cola, like major addiction. I could drink. It was nothing to drink like two, two liters of Coke in a day. It was nothing for me. Holy shit. I quit Coke, cold turkey. I quit it cold turkey. And I still, I wish though, I've added back into my life Coke Zero. I kind of wish I never would have because now I can see being, I'm, I'm four years out now, I can see that vice again. Like I can see my tendencies of, I think I need a Coke Zero. I don't. I think I do, but I know I do not. But that's how I used to be with regular Coke. Like I, the second I woke up, I didn't drink coffee. I drank Coke. Like it was wow. Coke all day long. Never drank water. I've, I've never been a water drinker ever in my entire life. I've never drank water. Um, And so everything is so new. Like this, like yeah. no Coke drink water all day long. That's how I start my day with water in my day with water. So everything is so new. It's so, it's almost like your second life. Like I tell people this all the time and they're, and people that see me and they haven't seen me in a long time. They're like, you are a totally different person. (laughs) So if you realize this, you're nothing the same, like nothing about you is the same. 
And I think they're right. I think it's just a new, I don't know. I'm on fire with life right now. I'm so happy to just be alive. I love it. Yeah. Great thing. You know, it's really a great thing that we've done for ourselves. We like, that's why I chose to take my life back because I literally feel like I've taken my life back. That's why I chose that now. Plus all the other so (laughs) (laughs) I mean I love your name and it makes sense because like that's really what we're doing yeah 100% like I feel more awake is what I call it like I'm like I'm aware of everything now it's yeah it's like a new lease on life like when you wake up you're just I'm so grateful and I can breathe like I can take I can go for a walk like doing things I've never even wanted to do before um, because I couldn't because physically I couldn't go for a walk. That's yeah. how I tried to start exercising and I couldn't even walk a half a mile before when I first started. I told my husband I was going to go to the track and he was like, you're going to go to the track. And I was like, yeah, because, you know, we've been together our whole life. Basically, we grew up together and yeah. he was like, You've never gone to the track a day in your life. Or do you mean you're going to the track? And I was like, I'm going to go to the track and walk. And he was like, OK. And I know he was thinking this is not going to turn out. And it didn't. If the track is a half a mile, I couldn't make it around it even one time. My feet were already swollen out of my shoes. I was in a full sweat, bawling, had to call him uh, like it was a whole thing. Like yeah. it was but now I can get up and I can walk five miles and I'm so proud of it. Like, I'm just, it's those things like that, that really don't matter to anyone else, but they matter so much to you. You know, I tell people when you move, when you move your body, you don't move your body because you have to, you move your body. Now I move my body because I can, because yeah. I, because before I couldn't, like I couldn't even walk a half a mile before. And I was young. Like you think of like, we're not old, we're young, you know? And you think you can't walk. My mom, she passed away at 65 and she could walk circles around me. Like she could walk circles around me. She was in so much better shape than I was. So, I mean, it's just, it's just something that to be really grateful for. Yeah, for I mean, sure. Yeah, people forget like just walking is a thing. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, a privilege. It is a privilege. And it's like, we get to walk now. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah, it was to. Honestly, in Walmart, I was so, I'd be so ashamed to say this. Um, I don't think I've ever said this, but oh. I would want to get in the handicap cart. Mm-hmm. Like I could not physically, well, I would get emotional. I could not physically make it through Walmart to buy groceries for my family because I was so, I was in a full sweat. My feet were swollen. So I would want to get in the cart for handicapped people, but then I would be too embarrassed and ashamed because I wasn't handicapped. So I had my dad and mom with me all the time because my dad had cancer. We were going back and forth to all of his treatments and my mom had dementia and I had the handicap thing in in my car. So even when they were not with me, I would park in the handicap spot. Even when they were not with me at 40 years old. Like there's something like that's, that's not good at 40 years old to want to park in the handicap spot. Now I park in the furthest spot I can. Like yeah. I, I do it on purpose everywhere I go, because for one, you're going to get more steps in, but just because like I will park in the furthest out spot because before I wanted that first spot at Walmart or Target or wherever I went. Um, and that, and I just think about those times when like, that's something like a 70 year old would want to park like the closest spot, like an older elderly person. And that was me in at 40 years old. And so I think now like, wow, just the changes, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's the little things that yeah. matter. It really does. Yeah. I can feel you 100% on all of those. Mm-hmm. Cause I used to have to park in it. I have hand, a handicap placard because I am handicapped. I have, there are some days that I can't 
move the same way. Um, but it was, it's very different to be able to like, oh, I can walk Mm -hmm. the whole target and want to lap again because I am not, because like I would sweat. Yep. Like I would wear t-shirts, tank tops in the middle of winter Mm -hmm. because I knew that I was going to go into the store and like just getting past the the cash registers, Mm -hmm. I would be in a full sweat. Yes. I wore flip-flops all year round. Like my mm-hmm. friends and I joke, but we really, I really did. Like I wore flip flops all year long because I couldn't tie my shoes. And so mm-hmm. I would have like dressier flip flops and I would have mm-hmm. like casual flip flops because that was the shoe I could wear. I know that that sounds crazy now to even think about that, but I literally had like dressy flip flops, regular flip flops because yeah. I couldn't wear regular shoes. Now yeah. I'm all all about shoes now, you know, I love the slip ons. So I never got to before. I never could support my own weight. And so now I can, it's just, it's all these things that just, they really don't amount to anything for anybody else, except for you when it's your experience. And they mean it. It's all these little things that we're talking about. So yeah. And walking simple things, standing up and brushing your teeth and not getting winded. Um, It's all these simple little everyday things, you know, Yes. I'm sure showering's like a 10 times easier. Oh yeah. It's a bath for me. Mine is a bath yeah. because I couldn't get out of my bathtub. Oh. So my mom, my mom moved in. We have just a small cast iron tub. And so um, my mom moved in with us after my dad passed away. Well, I used my mom as an excuse to get a bar on our tub on the side that you just mm. put it on it was not for my mom. My mom did not need help getting up. I did. But I told everybody else like, oh, don't mind the bar on the tub because mom needs it to get up. Mom didn't need it. I needed it to get up because I couldn't get up out of the tub myself. I would literally be, I would take a bath knowing I could not get out of the tub, but I loved a bath so much. It would literally take me, I could prop myself up on the side of the bathtub, but I would have to brace my legs, like one against the toilet, one against the wall and my arms on the wall to brace myself up to get up of the tub. And so now literally every day when I get up out of the tub, I pop up. I think of that moment. I think of the moment I have to call my husband in and he would be like, what do you mean you can't get up? Just get up. Cause he doesn't, he never got it. You know, if you're not. If you've never been morbidly obese, you do not know what it's like to be morbidly obese. I say that, but he would be like, what do you mean? Just get up. And I was like, I can't. Like I would be sweating and I'm just bath and you now you need another bath because you've got in full sweat because you can't get up out of the tub yep so I'm like I'm like I'm, I just pop up and I'm like look at me to myself I'm not talking, yeah. to, anybody, talking to me I'm like there you go girl <laughs> you gonna oh, get yeah. up out of the tub. <laughs> hell yeah yeah hell yeah I'm not doing myself that way I'm like go girl get up out of that tub because I yep. couldn't you know yeah so, it makes you appreciate that you went through the journey mm-hmm. all it those does. little moments it's all and those it, silent struggles too they're silent yeah. Like mm-hmm. that, like that, sitting in my car, not wanting to get out, parking in the handicap, wanting to get the wheelchair, not getting out of the tub, can't buy any clothes that you think are cute. Mm-hmm. All those little silent struggles, we keep those in. We had to go mm-hmm. through those. And so now I think that's why a lot of us, I won't use the word like loud, but I think a lot of us are loud about our journey because we're like, you can do this too. Yeah. You know, we're so excited and so on fire because we know what it's like to be the opposite. And I never want to go back to that. I never want to go back to the old me. I thank her and I think about her every day. She started this whole process, but I never want to go back to her. 
yeah, she was being thankful of her. That's you know, like, yeah, I was super thankful. I'm super thankful for the old me, but I say all the time, like you have to let go of the old you because if you do not let go of the old you, she is going to come back. She yeah. knocks on your door every day, snack. You need this. You want this. I don't, and I don't need it at the holidays where food is everywhere at every gathering, the old me would just, oh, all these things just because they're there. You weren't even really hungry. And I have to, I have to give her the Heisman. <laughs> like, uh-uh, girl. Yeah, <laughs> get away. It's I'm not true. You know, I mean, you, yeah. gotta, you gotta put up the boundaries. Um, And it's a good long look at yourself in the mirror for me. It's a good long, hard talk with yourself. I talk to myself all the time in the mirror about those things. Like, you know, you've been snacking too much. That's the old you. Let's knock that off. I don't have anybody else that's going to tell me that. That's just for me because no one knows I'm doing it but me. Right. Um, I have a, a great dietitian and nutritionist, but I don't talk to them all the time. Being now four years out, those yeah. are few and far between as to where after surgery, it was every three months. Mm-hmm. I was getting that encouragement. I was getting that. Okay. These are the affirmations I need. Okay. Okay, like I know what to do every three months. I was getting a little a little course, you know, like a little refresher. Yeah. Well, now I have to wait all year for that. I mean, I can call them up and they're great, but I have to wait all year for that. So I just look to myself to keep myself motivated, keep myself hopped up, keep myself. I will look just this morning. Honestly, my daughter was here before I came on with you guys. And I was like, I'm, so, I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous. And she was like, mom, why? You talk 24 <laughs> seven. You never shut up. You're <laughs> nervous. And I was like, I'm just nervous. I just am. And so I look back at old photos and I, I have I had a little transformation thing in my mind. And I do that all the time. And it's not for anyone else. It's just for me because I can look at, I have lots of videos that are just in my phone that are just for me that I don't yeah. share because I can watch that. And I made that this morning and I watched it. And literally my daughter, she's like, I can see your face light up. And I was like, I've got goosebumps just looking at the video I made. That's just for me. It's not for anybody else. It's only for me to see, you know, we oh, need I those things that are just for us. Um, and it's just a little bit of encouragement, a little bit of, instead of thinking about how far I still have to go, think about how far you've come. My gosh, so far, <laughs> so far, we've come yeah. so far, uh, just in life in general, in my marriage, in my motherhood, grandmotherhood being a better friend, uh, be, being a better person, being a mentor for people. Like we've come so far yes, <laughs> you yes. told three years ago. If you would have told me that I have people looking up to me and looking up to my journey, I never would have believed you. Mm-hmm. Not in a million years. I would have said, not me, who, not me, <laughs> not yeah, me. Same. Yeah. When we started this podcast, it was the same thing. We, yep. we literally were like, okay, this is kind of a cool hobby. Like we yeah. joked about like taking over the world and blah, 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 blah. And it, then it became this and we're just like, we could never imagine in a million years that number one, we would both have surgery. Mm -hmm. We would start a podcast. We Mm -hmm. would be like role models, models, sponsors. Cause we, we kind of view it as like a sponsor because there are people that come to you and say, Hey, I'm having this problem. What do I do? Um, versus you're just in your own lane like it's just weird it is because like we we're food addicts yes like we and now that I know that you identify as a food addict too like that's why we can we talk about being a sponsor because like I have family that's an AA or NA and 
they have mentors and they have sponsors that help them through it. And it's the same, like you need it. Yeah. You need the support. You need mm-hmm. the people. So how was your support? So after say you got your surgery. Well, you had surgery at, day after Christmas, first off. Yes. 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 One, we should probably go back even further. How'd you find your surgeon? Like, how'd that all go? So, um, a guy in my hometown, like I live in a very small town, it's less than 10,000 people. And wow. so a guy that works with my husband, he had surgery and my mm-hmm. husband came in one day and he was like, you are never going to believe this when you see Shelby, like you are never going to believe what he looks like. And I was like, what does he, I was like, what does he look like? What do you mean? And he was like, he's lost like half himself. And he was like, he is like half the size. And we weren't really familiar with weight loss surgery. My sister had weight loss surgery in Tijuana, but mm-hmm. she's never seen her surgeon since like that's something right. that freaks me out. Like I can't, I have to be able to, I'm a hands-on type person. I got to be able to call you if I need you. I need you right that second. (laughs) Like that's how I wrap my head around things. Um, like before any surgeries I've ever had, I visited with my surgeon, I, all this stuff. Um, and so he visited with Shelby and then I contacted his wife and I was like, tell me what is going on. And so she filled me in and we have really good insurance, but they're really like, you're going to have to jump through hoops. It's really good insurance, but you're going to have to do a bariatric course and go to all these six month process of things. And so that's how I started it. I just contacted her. And so I found him through her. And, um, at the time my mom was living with me as she had dementia. She was getting worse. Uh, she, her health was getting really bad. We had, I had um, my grandbaby and she was starting to crawl and I could never get in the floor with her. That was something I could never do because I could not get up. I could not get up out of the floor at that time. I have nerve damage in my right leg. I had like a triple surgery um, in my younger mama years. I had a triple surgery and they had nerve damage in my right leg. And so from my knee up to my hip, I have no feeling in my right leg. Oh, wow. And when you're over 400 pounds, if you can't feel your leg, there is no way you can get up. Like there's yeah. no way. But I mean, I could break my leg in two before I could get up. And I knew that. And so uh, she was crawling. I have no idea what I was thinking that day, but I got down the floor. I just plopped down the floor there. I don't even know what I was even thinking. My mom was here. Our front door is open and we live, um, our road is very busy. It's right by our door. Like we don't, I don't have a super long driveway. I walk my driveway every morning, but it isn't super long. Yeah. I could not get up that day. I was in the floor. My grandbaby was crawling around. My mom was moseying her way to the door. And I, I was yelling like, mom, like we cannot go out the door. We, you know, we have to come back into the living room. I was trying, I tried for about two hours to get myself up that day full sweat, cry. My grandbaby, like she was fine because I was in the floor with her. She had she was none of the, you know, she's a baby. She's no, crawl. I had to call my husband to come and get me out of the floor that day. And my thought process was my mom could have got out of the door and been yeah. run over in the road. She yeah. at the time could have taken my grandbaby with her. Yeah. So baby and my mom both could have died that day because of my morbidly obesity because I could not get up. So my husband come in, my husband's been amazing my whole life. He's just been, uh, he's, he's so good. He's never said a word about my weight ever. He's I've always been like triple his size. He's never said a word about my weight. And he comes in that day and he literally is like, get up, just get up. And I, and I'm like, I can't get up. Like I have I can't get up and I need you to get me up. And yeah. so 
pries me up, not hard, but he, he pulled me up off the ground forcefully. Yeah. And walked straight out the door and left. Never said a word. The look on his face was, he was so disappointed in me. Like he, you know, he was just so like, here's our grandbaby. Here's your mom. Here's our front door. And you're so morbidly obese. You can't get up out of the floor. Like something has to change. So that was my day for me. Like that was the next day I called. I had a consult with the bariatric surgeon. I called the very next day Um, because it just, and I hate that it had to be like a hard moment like that. I tell people all the time, don't put yourself into a corner to where you have to have a hard moment like I did, but I will never forget the look on his face. Never. never, Yeah. You'll always see it. Yeah. He's never looked at me that way again. And I'm not saying there's something wrong with the way he looked at me. I mean, he's, he's the best. And like I said, never talked about my weight, even though it's held our marriage back. It's held us back from going on vacations, from going on trips. It's held, my weight has held us back from everything. And now, like, I'm like, Tanya, like, you could have been living this life you're living right now. This whole time you've been with this man. The whole time you had kids, like all these things that we're doing now, we are going and we are living life and it's so amazing. But I, I regret that I did not do that whenever I was younger. I regret that's my only regret with weight loss surgery is I did not do it sooner. Yeah. Because I could have been living my best life this whole time, you know? Mm -hmm. But Um, do you think that if you had done it sooner, do you think that it would have been as successful? I don't know because I was never ready. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, was, 100%. That's why I asked it. I didn't realize until that moment. I didn't realize until I had that moment that I'm putting everyone's lives in danger here. Like I'm, I'm putting my grandbaby and my mom's life literally in danger. Mm-hmm. My life is at such a standstill at being 42 years old at the time. Uh, like my marriage is at a standstill, you know, um, everything's at a standstill and it all revolves around my weight. And that it was just like an accumulation that day of like, huh, we're doing, we're going to do this. Like, I just realized that day, like, we're going to change this. This is not the life I want. This is not the life I want for me, for my husband, for my grandchild, for my mom. My mom, her health was deteriorating and there was no way I was having to start lifting her out of the tub. And there was just no way physically I could take care of her. And so, and so that's what did it for me. And I hate that it had to be a moment like that, you know, but it was. And that's just, that's my truth that I have to process. And I've had to deal with is yeah. that I have, you know, but I'm, but I'm also thankful for it at the same time, because now look, like, look at all the changes and look at the great life. Look at what I've done since then, you know, mm-hmm. so yeah, I it flipped it around. It makes you appreciate it so much more. Yeah, it really does. It really does. You know? Or on purpose. Um, before I was scared to death to have grandbabies. I was scared to death to get in the floor. Now I'm in the floor when they show up. They're like, why are you on the floor already? And I'm like, we're going to play Barbies. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I've got the Barbie set up. Like that's mm-hmm. why. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember watching my nieces and I was scared to death that something would happen and I wouldn't be able to take care of it. I I remember like it was, it took so much. I, you know, I wasn't over 400 pounds, but my body failed me every Mm -hmm. day. Mm -hmm. And when I, and I wanted to spend time with my nieces, I wanted to do these things. And I remember just like, I would do my makeup to make myself feel better. And I would go out and I would do these outings, but I couldn't go down a slide with them. I couldn't, 
Like I couldn't do any of these things. And then it was like the moment I had surgery, it was like, they, they understood that aunt Kelly was changing yep. and yes. it was all for the better. Cause I was like, running after them. I was going down slides with them, sitting on a swing with them, like all these things, because I wasn't in a constant pain. Yeah. And I yeah. wasn't energy and I had energy, which oh, was energy so level. new for them. Cause I was like, okay, they get there. And I'm like, okay, count down the hours until nap time. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I loved their nap time because I love spending time with them, but I needed a nap. And yeah. now, and then I was like, okay, let's just go. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's have fun. So it's right. just, it's, and it, very much makes you thankful that you made that decision, that that moment of clarity was like, no, you have to change. You have to do something and sticking with that. So, and I wanted to touch base too. Like you said that, you know, you put your mom in danger and you put your Mm -hmm. grandbaby in danger, but Mm -hmm. also you were in danger. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I was on at the time, I was on two blood pressure medications and I was on cholesterol medication. I was every single time I went to the doctor, which wasn't a lot, but when I did go, they were like, like Tanya, you have to lose weight. Like you are on the verge. You're, you're going to be diabetic. You're going to have a heart attack. You're going to every time, every appointment, whether I was there for the flu or whether I was there for my leg, it was revolved around my weight. Everything revolved around my weight every time. And I would just get bigger. Every time I went to the doctor, it was just like, do I, I really don't want to get on it. Like, I really don't want to weigh. I really don't. <laughs> and yeah. I did it like back then I didn't. Um, and so, yeah, everything revolved around my weight back then. Every appointment, no matter what I went for, it was my, my thyroid. I have a thyroid, I have three thyroid diseases. Um, and so everything was revolved around my weight every time. So, Yeah. How are all of those now? They're better. They're so much better. And so I had um, in between here and here, I have 38 thyroid nodules because I have multi-nodular thyroid disease. And so I had eight nodules. Three of those were humongous. And then the other like 35 are just little minute, just, you know, pinpoints. So two of the huge one are almost completely gone. So that's that's because of my weight loss. Yay! My neck used to be, um, even in my old photos, you can, the first thing ever noticed about me is my neck. My neck was always so prominently huge. Um, like it's a gorder. I also have a gorder right here. Um, and so, yeah, so two of my hugest nodules are almost gone. So that's simply because of weight loss. I'm not on blood pressure medicine. My blood pressure is actually low (laughs) Um, and I'm freezing all the time, of course. And then I'm not on any cholesterol meds. So I'm off all the meds. All I, the only meds I'm on is just routine vitamins. That's it. Nice. So, Look at that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Those are all non-scale victories. Yeah. That's huge. And how much money we're saving a month on those medications. Wow. Um, that's huge for me. Just to be off the medications is huge. Yeah. And the insulin was another thing for me. That's huge. Like I had no energy before. I did not even want to get out of the bed before. And now I'm like, I'm up the first one and the last one to go to sleep. Um, I mean, I'm energy all day long, just go, 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 you know? And before it was like, I was either in the bed or I was in my recliner. Like even when I wasn't laying in the bed, you could see right where I laid. And even when I wasn't sitting in our recliner, you could see right where I sit. Like that's how yeah. much I, I was so, what is the word? It's like sedentary. It's like something oh, um, like, sedimentary. Yeah. Sedentary. No, that yeah. Is, Sedentary. I think sedentary. Is what it is. What? Yeah. For like not move me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was so that. Like I literally sat 
all day long and I would have my drinks and food around me. And that's another reason I was just visiting with Teresa about this the other day and we were kind of going through, we both were kind of getting a little bit, um, overwhelmed. And so when we, when we get overwhelmed, we talk to each other and I was like, I can't go to the bedroom because that's my spot. And she was like, what do you mean your spot? And I was like, that's the spot I used to sit for hours and lay in bed and watch Netflix and binge eat. And I would have all of my food like on my stomach on, I would have all my food and all my drinks around me. And she was like, you're kidding me too. And she was like, I literally can't get in my bed and turn the TV on without thinking about food because it's what we relate to each other. Like that's what I tell people now when I talk on my lives, I'm like, do not turn, do not, if you're going to watch TV, do not eat at the same time because you just sit and you just eat and you just watch. Mindless. It is. There's nothing mindful about it. It's just, it goes hand in hand. And for me, it's in my bedroom as well. So in the bedroom, in the bed, watching TV, it's food the entire time. So like, I can't ever, I only sleep in my bedroom now. I'm I'm never in the bedroom unless it's to sleep. That's it. Um, And so as all those things that we don't even realize before that we relate to each other, like watching TV, food, everything, family get together, food, birthday parties, food, everything is food. (laughs) It is. You just mindfully have to mindfully know your limitations and know what your trigger foods are. For me, it's carbs and sweets. I love carbs. I love sweets still. That's why I do healthy alternatives for me. Um, That's what works for me because I'm still going to want, I still want the carbs. I still want the sweets, you know, but I just make, I just do healthier options and smaller portions of the things I had before. People think after weight loss surgery, you cannot have carbs or you cannot have, you know, you're going to have to live on an egg and a string cheese your whole life. (laughs) not people think that I even thought that until I went into my little bariatric classes I had to do before I had my surgery um and at the time I had to go through six months of I swear I had to jump through fire hoops is what I would tell my insurance company we had to go to these bariatric classes at the time I was like what is this like we're ha- like I have to go sit for hours and listen to this now though I'm so glad I had to do that because I would not have been ready after surgery had I not done that six month process. I would not have been ready. I would have still been thinking I'm gonna have to live on a bull egg and a cheese stick all day. Like that's because that's what people think. Yeah, and yeah. They so yeah, think we eat like birds. It's yeah. Like, no, 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 we actually, we actually eat. We, <laughs> yeah. And we actually talked to a therapist that told us that like, yeah, do not eat in your room mm-hmm. because whatever you were doing before, that's what your body and brain wants to do. Cause it's soothing and yes. comforting. Mm-hmm. And I caught myself last night too. Cause I did my, um, I did my cooking with Shay, grow with Shay. Yeah. And we made steak and potatoes and it was delicious. And I was full. Like I took my plate into the living room, ate my food. And then I was like, okay, it's time to go into the bedroom. Cause I got ghosted from a date. So that was fun. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dudes are fucking weird. Not Can good. I just have a PSA moment for a hot second? Yes. If you tell a girl and you're talking to them for almost two weeks and you're like, okay, we're going to go hang out. And then they're talking to you all day and then comes down to the wire. You're like, literally not answering your text messages like fuck you dude that uh, is ridiculous and they live local they live local i finally got a local one and i was like all That's excited you dodge yeah. your bullet <laughs> right it's like yeah. if you're gonna disrespect my time like that fuck your face but because i was annoyed i when i was like okay, i'm gonna go to my room now i felt the urge to eat 
Yes. And I, and I had to check myself. Cause I was like, I'm not hungry. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have any growling pains. Mm-hmm. I knew it was because I was frustrated mm-hmm. with this dude and all right. I wanted was to eat. So what'd you do? <laughs> so I talked to myself and was like, no, you already ate and you ate well. Like if you're going to eat again, just eat the rest of the steak. That's what I told myself. Okay. And so I went and got my ice water and I went and like got my computer, did all my things. And then the urge to eat went completely away. Because so, you distracted yourself. Yeah, I distracted it and I talked to myself. Okay. Yeah. You mindfully know that you're relating those things to each other. And that's yeah. what's important. Because it before, is. I didn't have the knowledge before to know that, okay, bedroom Netflix equals food. I had no knowledge of that. I just did it because I didn't even think about yeah. it. Something that we did. Now I know, do not go in the bedroom. Do not turn on the TV in the bedroom because you're going to want to eat every time. And I'm notorious for, I will keep a full ice water on my nightstand. Like whether I'm drinking day, whatever. I make it before I go to bed, Mm -hmm. wake up, the first thing I do. Um, Because I never did that before. And also if I get hungry and start to think, okay, you're hungry, but just like you said, you're really not hungry. You're just relaying, you're relating those things together. You've got your water there. So it, yep. it's good. For you. It makes me feel so good for you that, you know, like, you know that. And before you didn't, you know, I know I had no idea. And trust me, guys, it takes a long time to get this awareness. Well, the self-talk, the also. self-talk, it does not come right when you have surgery. It yeah. takes a few years. This is not yeah. going to happen in your first year because first year's fun. You're losing mm-hmm. the weight. You're doing all the things. So you're not realizing what like connections are happening of why you eat. It's yeah, your two and three. I think are the hardest years mm-hmm. because you have to be very aware and awake to your own journey. Yeah. If you're yeah. not, you, you can mindful. slowly go back. Yeah. You have to be mindful. Like after like the first year, I think that's considered like the honeymoon phase yeah. is what my question yeah. would say. Like, okay, you're over the honeymoon phase and now you've been really working, but now you really got to turn this it on. This is the real work. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to try to come back. She's going to try to snack. She's going to try to, oh, we don't need to work out today. Oh, we don't need to, you know, all the, all the things that you have started to do. We don't really need to do those. We can slack off a little bit now because we've lost our weight. No, you can't because the weight's going to come right back on. And that's when exactly what you said, that's when we really realize. And I didn't realize even my first year that carbs and sweets were my trigger foods. I did not realize that my husband right now, and I could just choke him out right now because I don't let him go to the store because he brings back nothing but junk in this house. And I'm a, for me, what works is out of sight, out of mind. If I see it, I don't want it. But if I like right now, we still have a little bit of Halloween candy right there. And I need to move that like fast. I need to move that a little Mm -hmm. bit. He brought in this house, two boxes of Christmas trees, the little fat cakes is what we call them here. Little Debbie cakes, two boxes of the Christmas trees. Last night, this is what he brought back from Homeland. Then he brought back a whole ca- of the donuts, the white bag of donuts. Oh, that- I can't. I can't. Yes. I and wouldn't be all. Like, what? Are you- I-, I don't know this. Like, what? you don't see me? It's like the, it's like the, you know, the Medea. You don't see me see you? Like, what am I? What? I'm not anything. That's like, that's literally yeah. like putting a little bit of Coke line out for a Coke addict. Like, and just being go. like, here you go. But don't touch it. Don't touch it. Yes, like, it's like the kids no. sweets. You, the mom walks out of the room and the kids want the sweets. So they're in the pantry. But I yeah. literally am like, do you know how long it has been since I've had a fat cake? It's been a long time and I'm not going to cave now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. But you're making it harder on me not to, you mm-hmm. know? So yeah. I am out of sight. I'm like a don't bring it in this house type gal. Like that's that's what works for me. Like do not yeah. bring it in. 
Yes. The yeah, because if you bring it in, your mind won't let it go. Oh my God. Your brain knows it's there. And it's like, we obsess. Like I obsess yeah. on food. Um, and so, cause we're, he's Italian. And so he wants pasta every week, no matter what he thinks we have to have a pasta and I'll do spaghetti squash for me, or I will do, I cut up the egg life wraps. I do that for pasta and lasagna oh. all the time. He even loves that. He even loves that. The first time I made that, he didn't even know that it wasn't lasagna. That's how good those egg life wraps are. Like he doesn't yeah, even those know. Those are the ones you like. Oh, I need to get some. But yeah. then he heard me talking about it. He was like, you fed that to me. And I was like, yes, he's like, don't ever make that again. And I'm like, you literally you said liked it. Yes, but he won't admit that he liked it. So he thinks we have to have pasta. And so that's when I have to come up with other things because I still do the pasta as well. But I just do spaghetti squash or I will do um, the palmini. They have a pasta, palmini, it's hearts of palm. They have one. And then the egg life wraps. Those are my favorite pasta substitutes. And so it's substitutions for me. Like I have to do all the things because I'm still going to eat. I'm still going to make the meat sauce and I'm going to have it and all of that. But yeah, then he goes and brings in the Christmas trees and I'm like, Tokyo. That's why you don't go to homeland. That's why you don't get to go. Yeah. <laughs> you bring home stuff like that. <laughs> we don't yeah. need it. Neither do I, but you don't either. He's on yeah. Ozempic. So he's doing Ozempic. Okay. Uh, and bringing in Christmas trees. Yeah. <laughs> That's that how he's doing shit. <laughs> That's so funny because I like, so Hershey Kisses came out with the Harry Potter, like, thing. Oh, Hershey right? Kisses are my jam. And so I, of course, bought a bag. And then I have this little container that I put them all in and, and it sits on my coffee table. I have never once eaten one. That's good. Like I Is literally just don't even think about them. Good. That's, That's good. good. That's So awesome. it's weird that you like being on, cause I'm still on Manjaro. Like I still just don't even think about it. Like I'll forget. Yeah. But then I, my first thought is like, oh, I have meat sticks. Yeah. It <laughs> yeah. changes. Yeah. Like it's weird. Bar. I'm like, I- I've got a built bar. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I'm like, if I don't have a protein pudding in the fridge, which I usually do, I've got a built bar. So. <laughs> okay. Protein pudding. Do you buy it or do you make it? Make it. Make it. You make mm-hmm. it. Awesome. Yeah. I like that. So yeah. relationships, let's talk about relationships. How has your relationships changed with family, with your husband? What's, what's different? Everything is different with my husband. Yeah. We've been high school sweethearts and so been together, like we basically grew up together. Um, but everything has changed as far as like my marriage goes. I'm more like he says all the time. We had a, I had a friend that had weight loss surgery and he saw her husband at our local restaurant and he was like, You're gonna feel like you're having an affair every day. It's okay. He was like, and I this is what you said, and this is your advice. And he was like, Yes, but I love it. And I'm like, Well, because for a second I was a little bit nervous. And he goes, but it does. And I was like, you really feel like you're having, he goes, yes, every day. He was like, every single day. He said, you are not the person I married. You're nothing about you is the same. Like, um, of course, like everything in the bedroom has changed a hundred percent for the better. Cause I was a lights out covers up the most amount of clothes we could have on. That was me. And now yeah. I am on no covers, no clothes. So I'm completely, yeah. but we're also empty nesters now. We weren't empty nesters. Now we're empty nesters. So we can do whatever we want, whenever, wherever we want. So, which is uh, very nice. It's, it's the best feeling. Yes. So we're empty nesters. And so we have that on top of the weight loss. And so, yeah, everything in that department is a hundred percent better. Um, but yeah, he's like, I feel like I'm having an affair because he's like, you've never had this much energy. You've never been happy. You've never been, uh, want to go places. He was, he was like, we have sit at this house 
time and time and time again. And I've asked you to go places. And now you're like, when I get home, get your shoes on. We're going here. Get, get, get changed because we're going out. Get changed. We're doing this. I booked our trip to Utah and I was like, you're coming with me. You're, I'm not even telling you. I went to the Built Bar's headquarters, took him with me. Um, he was like, who, who are you? You've never <laughs> been in our life. And That's he loves great. it. And I love it. And for me, it's the like, every morning, which he's so sweet. He's, I don't deserve him. He's so sick and sweet. He wraps his arm around me every morning. Oh, like, that's the best feeling. Yeah. And they go all the way around me. And um, he always has a saying. He's like, I love you. Um, what is he saying? I can't even remember it. I'm trying to tell it. But he'll say, oh, I love you more than yesterday, but not as much as tomorrow. That's what he always Aww. says. That's cute. He thinks he's slick, Rick. He's not. But yeah. no, don't give him all the awes. No, no. That's so cute. He wraps his arm all the way around me and then he'll leave. And it just feels so good yeah. to be yeah. loved. And I think before he says he's always loved me this way. He's lying. He has not. I wasn't ready to receive it is what I tell him. And that's what he agrees with that. Like he's always loved me this way, but I'm like, you've never looked at me the way that you look. He's like, well, you've never stood in front of me naked. Like you've never, it's always been, I never could even see you. It was always the lights out. It was always closed or I had my moo on, you know, I'm a moo gang forever, but uh, covers like pitch dark, you know? And he was like, you've never, I never had a chance to look at you because you never were in front of me. Like you didn't want to be seen before. Yeah. So I think he has loved me this way, but I just never received it. Like I receive it now. I didn't, I was, I had like these walls up and these barriers and don't look at me, love me, but don't look at me, you know? Yeah. Um, now I'm like, baby, look at me. <laughs> love it. Oh. Yes. I know this is like a weird question. So bear with me, but be, I know Kelly's like, oh shit, what's going on? So be, yeah, being though like over 400 pounds, could you even have sex? Yes, but never how we have sex now. Now we can have it every which way but loose. Um, I mean, now, however we want to, before we could not, before it was missionary and I was on the bottom, that was it. <laughs> it was never any other way, never. Yeah. And like, I would always feel like, honestly, like I was suffocating. Like I always, you know, I told you guys earlier, like I could not hardly lay on my back. Like I had to lay on my side because I always felt like I was suffocating. I could not breathe. Um, and now I can. And so, yeah, that all of that has changed drastically. So it's I can't even believe it's changed so much. It was it's like this life that's just been waiting for me to grab. And now I've grabbed it. You know, do you yeah. feel this? Yeah. It's like yeah. You've just been, it's just been dangling there. Like, if you want me, I'm here. But you got to work to get me. And yeah. we grab of it and we're not letting go. That's kind of yeah. how I feel about it. But yeah, now it's it's wonderful. Everything. So let's talk travel really quick. Yeah. Wonderful. I love it. Because you said before we started the recording that you've traveled more this year than you have your entire life. So yeah. tell us like how it's been getting out of your hometown. Yeah. Do you have any tips or tricks for everybody about traveling being a bariatric patient? So I, I only flew one time in my life before this year. And okay. so that was when I was a senior in high school. So I was already morbidly obese and I had to have a seatbelt extender. And I went to Jamaica with my cousin so I could watch her kids. And then I couldn't even really watch her kids. Like I couldn't even, I was not in shape and I was a senior in high school and I couldn't even watch her kids. So that's wow. the only other time that I have flown, had to have a seatbelt extender then. 
Um, and so now it's totally different. It is when I first got at just an airport, I was so overwhelmed um, and getting on the plane. And I like, I don't, I was like, I don't know if I need an extender or not, you know, like you just, you don't know because it was all um, uncharted territory for me. And so being able to get in my own little seat and I could fit in the seat and I could put the seatbelt on and actually pull it. I had like that much space. Yeah. <laughs> that was the most amazing feeling to me and had somebody on both sides of me. I had someone on both sides and it was okay because I only fit in my seat and I'm not used to that. You know, when we would go, we had to stop going to the Ranger games, to the baseball stadium to watch the Texas Rangers because I needed two seats. So the very last time we went, and this was the old stadium where the seats, there's no seats that go up. Like they're metal seats. Oh, and so we bought tickets. We went to the ball game. And I will never forget this as long as I live. Um, I'm surprised I don't have scars from this. I sit in my seat, couldn't move. I could not get up. I could not get up. I could not shift right. I could not. I was wedged. Literally. Yeah. And my knees were up against the guy's back in front of me. Like it was the most, un- you know, those games last hours. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So the next day, which my husband got me out of that seat. That's how we had got to leave. But the next morning, literally, I was black and blue down my sides from under below my breast to almost my knees. I was black and blue for uh-huh. weeks. From being wedged, that's how hard, like that's how much that hurt. Yeah, and I was, I was having to just sit there in excruciating pain for hours so that my family could enjoy the ball game. Now uh, I'm like, baby, we're going to the Rangers game, like, and I'm and we went, we went last year on our anniversary, uh, and we just got regular tickets, and we didn't have, to, I didn't have to get like special seats. They're handicapped seats you can get up above, and so it's wider. Didn't have to get those. Just got regular tickets, like all these things that. We're doing for me, it's intentional because I can do them now. Yeah. Like I can get one seat because I can. So I'm going to go to the Ranger game. Like I can just get one seat on an airplane. I'm going to go. Like it's just been amazing. All the traveling has been, it's crazy. Like I told you guys, my husband said, you've been all over the world this year. Like you went from, you've been nowhere but Jamaica. And now you have been all over the world. I've yeah. been on two I've been to Vegas. I've been to California. I've been Indiana. I've been to Utah. I've been to San Antonio. I've been yep. everywhere. Like it is yeah. crazy to think of all this great big world that's been out there just waiting. Like it's just been at our fingertips. And now we have it. Like if we yeah. want to go, we can go. We wanted to go. We couldn't go because mom couldn't go. Like I couldn't go. My family wanted to go on vacations. We never took vacations when my kids were little because I couldn't go. I physically knew I could not walk around Disneyland. I could not and ride all of these rides at these places. I physically couldn't do it. And so we never went on vacation. And that's what I told my daughter the other day. I was like, we need to go somewhere for Christmas just because like, I'm so excited. I want to go and take my family and just let them experience as well. You know, that mom can do these things now and they know I can, but I think just seeing me actually travel and seeing me do these things, it's just, they're proud of me. And that feels really good to me, you know? So have you done a family vacation since surgery? No, but I think we, my husband and I, we've traveled just a little bit. We haven't like yeah. flown anything. We've just, we've, well, we actually, we have went to Utah. We yeah. went to Utah flew there. That was for Bill Bar. But um, yeah, we've gone and went to like a Texas Rangers game, things that we couldn't do before. So, so yeah, it's really nice. I want to do a family vacation. I, yeah. I need to do that. 
um, just something that's going to be, you know, just because we can. Yeah. So, and because I can take the grandbabies, I want to take the grandbabies and do things like there's a Gaylord ice thing in Texas. I want to take them to, and I would oh. love to just take the grandbabies, like not necessarily the parents, but just take the grandkids. Yeah. And that would be so fun, you know, yeah. so it's just all these options that before I didn't have these options and now yeah. I have all these options, you know? And now you get to like make memories. Yeah. You're making the memories. So restricted before. And now I'm not restricted. Like it's just like the sky's the limit at what we can do, you know? Yeah. It's, it's interesting because I would have to, before I would have to come back from a trip if I took a trip Mm -hmm. and it would be like two weeks before I could get out of bed. Not even joking you. And now it's like, okay, like we literally were planning flights yesterday and I'm like, wait a minute. So we fly in on Monday and we're flying back out on Thursday. And my goes, yep. Yep. And like, it's totally fine because I don't have to like, I'll be a little tired, but it's nothing like it was before I lost weight. So it's just, so my number one tip for when, whenever we travel is bring your heated blanket. Yeah. Oh, of course. My goodness. I always take a, a hoodie. Like I always take a hoodie that I can unzip so I can just slip it over. And I always take my snacks like with me. And I always have yes. my water packets. Like I take water packets everywhere I go. Well, you are I, the water queen. Right. I take those in like uh, cocktails. Like I'll just get like a vodka water and I will put a water packet in that. And so that's my little sugar-free drink. Like I can still drink a cocktail. That's how oh. I do it. And where I go, if I drink, like, that's what I take. Um, I'll go with a bottle of water. I've got my water enhancers. I've got, I always travel with my snacks, my water packets, and always a huge hoodie. Always. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that you could bring snacks until this one. Yeah. She's like, what do you mean? You can't bring that through. And I'm like, yeah, you can. It's food. Yeah. And she's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, what do you think that they do with like these boxes of donuts, voodoo donuts that people bring onto the plane? (laughs) Like you can bring food. You just can't bring liquid. That's right. I treated it like a, I don't know, like going to see the president. Like you can't have anything going through. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, everything will go in the check bag. Actually meet the president. I just want to put that out there. We just went to the where he lives. Like, yeah, but you can't bring anything. So that's where she was like, oh, you can't bring that. Although your, uh, what are your seeds? Sunflower seeds. Oh, yes. They get oh. her pulled aside every single time. Yep. Wow. I, I don't know. I have like a big bag of them. And they'll like every time they just like, oh, we just needed to make sure what that was. I'm like, okay. you know, like it's nuts. What kind of sunflower seeds do you eat? Uh, just the regular uh, salted ones. Like Biggs? Do you like the Biggs? I don't know what that is. Biggs is a brand. You need oh. to try Biggs. Like they have ranch. They have pickle. They have all oh different flavors, but the brand is called Biggs, B-I-G-S. It's, it's really the red and white packages that you see in like the grocery, uh, in the gas stations. Okay. I yeah. do know what that is. Now. Yeah. Those, really are the, those are the good ones. Yeah. Those are the good, good ones. Oh my God. We need to contact Biggs. We have like, I have like a running list in my head of like things that we need to like, people we need to contact. So yeah. I'm like, I want some stuff. Mm-hmm. You, you're so silly. Oh my God. Well. <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to add to the episode? I think it's been amazing talking with you and hearing way more about your journey. Yes. Like yeah. it absolutely incredible. They, and we, I do have a question. Oh, okay. So what made you start your TikTok? 
Oh, that's a good well, I was so I had it was the same kind of situation. I had my mom here and COVID had started and I had my grandbaby here and I was starting to do recipes. I was in the process of changing my life and changing how we cook. And I just I was the mom that was like, we're not getting TikTok. Like we are not getting TikTok in this. We're not doing TikTok. No, we're not doing the TikTok thing because um, I live in a small town. And so yeah. here it was like. TikTok's going to rule the world and it's, you know, from China and they can sink into all your stuff. Like that was what was going around in my town at the time. Yep, and so yep. I'm not getting TikTok in this house. Nobody download TikTok. And then I was the one to download TikTok as the mom. <laughs> I was the mom that downloaded it. And I watched forever. I was like a watcher. I never posted anything. And then you can go back, which now it'd be 500,000 videos. But um, like the first videos I would post were just my hands and recipes. So I would never show my body. I would never show my face. And I would never talk. If I did a talking video, I used a voiceover. So I would okay. use like a spooky little voiceover because I sound oh. so big. And so I never thought, well, people are not going to want to hear my voice, my Oklahoma accent. People are not. They don't want to see my body. They don't want to see me. They don't. So I just showed my hands making food. If I would talk, I would voice over it the whole time. So that's how I started. And then I shared, I got brave, you know, and you know, when you start losing weight, you start feeling yourself. And so yeah, I yeah. first transformation and it went viral. Like I shared my first little transformation and back to me back then, of course, like it, like it went viral, you know, it got thousands and thousands of views. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this could be a thing. Yeah. And so it, it just took off from there. I just started talking and not using a voiceover. And I remember people be like, is this what you really sound like? And I was like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> like, yeah. this is my voice. And they're like, we had no idea what you look like. We had no idea you sound as hick as you sound with your accent. And we had no idea that you've lost all this weight. And so I just came into myself. I feel like I found myself through TikTok. Like, I feel like Good. I came out of my shell through TikTok. Um, because little by little, I started sharing more and more every day of me and my journey or what I was eating and pictures of myself before and afters, transformations, um, weight loss tips and things like that. And it just, I don't know how it happened, but it just took off. Like it just, I kept sharing every day and just being consistent. And I built a little community of people that every day they would come to my videos and I got to notice and the same people were commenting on my videos every day. The same people were asking me, you know, you build a community just like you yeah. guys have. You're yeah. building up communities, what you're doing. Um, and so then like the chaffle craze started. I started making chaffles because they had taken off. Those recipes went mega viral. Like they went so viral. And I gained so many thousands of people through that chaffle craze. And wow. then I started making the protein puddings. And those went viral. So it was through my recipes. I just gained more and more and more. Um, and then Water Talk happened. And Water Talk happened, I gained like, oh my gosh, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of followers in like a week. Like it was, that was the most oh. crazy week of my life. Like the New York Times reached out to me. Fortune reached out. The Today Show, I was on the Today Show. Drew Barrymore Show reached out. Katie Couric reached out. All those people emailed me in the same week. And I was like, what is happening right now? <laughs> what is happening right now? You know, like and I'm here. I am a little small Oklahoma girl with like no exposure to anything. And I was like, what in the world is going on? Um, skinny mixes, of course, and they reached out and they were like, girl, like we didn't even make these for this, but this is what we're going with. <laughs> you know uh -huh. I mean? Yes, we're water waters. Yes, that's what these are for, you know. So wow. it was crazy. It just took off. Um, 
And I already had like that weight loss community behind me. I already had the people that were following me for the weight loss things. And so it just, and this just went from there. It's went crazy. The True Choice Awards came up. I gained a lot of following through that and through going to Vegas. I met amazing, I got to meet Mama Todd at Vegas, got to meet Scott Henry, like all those mega, mega famous people on TikTok that I was like, I'm here for the same reason y'all are here, but so not like y'all are so, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm the fangirl right now, you know? Um. But yeah, and it's just went from there. It's just gone. And now I have a cookbook. So I have a cookbook that just came out. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, it just not came out. So it's on an ebook right now. But in two weeks, it releases as a hard book, as a hardback book. And yeah. so um, that's what now we're cooking. And it's called All the Things. Because I say that all the time. You all said it. It's All the Things, book one. Um, because it's a little bit of everything. It's my cottage cheese bowls, chaffles, protein puddings, all the recipes that have gone like viral. It's so many of those water recipes, protein coffees. It's all those things. And so it's just really crazy how it's happened. I'm super grateful for it. I never in a million years dreamed it would happen though. Like, you know, you think, oh, people are TikTok famous or people are, you know how people say like Mm -hmm. TikTok and all that and you see it, but you never think it's going to be you. Like you never think, like I go to my growth, I go everywhere I go and people are like, like I walked in the airport. The first time I was in an airport, somebody, it was in Texas and they were like, and my husband was like, is, are you kidding me right now? Like, is this how big you've got? And I was like, yes, it is. Yes, <laughs> you know? it is. That's like, awesome. Like hiding behind things at Walmart and people are coming up to me. It's everywhere we go. People come up to us to me. Um, but I love it. Like, he's like, Oh my gosh, Tanya, we cannot go anywhere. And he's like, is this the whole thing? And then I made a video about his underwear (laughs) took off. And he's still to this day, he's like, if you ever talk about my balls again on, on social media, and here I go, but he was (laughs) like, you said balls 13 times in that one video, my counted like, so that video took off and he has ridiculed me, raked me over the cold. Oh my God. That's amazing. Yeah, he doesn't do social media. He came in that day and he was like, of all the things, my balls, are you serious right now? And I was like, yes, Bobby, you got free uh, underwear. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> you got some free underwear. So, oh my but, God. I mean, so and good. now it's like, I don't know. It's just my life now. Like I just, yeah. you just, you know, just like you, just like you, like you just wake up and it's just what you do and you just share and you hope that you can, for me, I just hope I can motivate someone and be there like what you you were saying earlier before we went on this, that people can communicate with you when they need you most. Like I always tell my people that please message me if you're having a binge session at midnight and you don't know how to stop. Like I want to be there for you. Just like I needed someone there for me. I want to be there for you. Um, And for me, like I want to go, like, I feel like I'm, I want to do so much more than social media. Mm-hmm. I want to do, um, I don't know what yet, but just something more. I don't just want to be a TikTok personality. You know, yeah. I want, I don't want to be on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok. Like I want to actually help people because I know there are groups of women and men out there like me mm-hmm. who are stuck and they don't know how to change their life. Yeah. And I want to help them. Um, and so that's where I'm at. Like right now I'm at, like, I've got this cookbook and I've got my TikTok and my Instagram, Facebook, and all those things are amazing and they're wonderful. I love them, but I want to do so much more. I want to help people, um, that really, really need it. And that really, really want to help their change their life. I want to be there. for. So I'm just kind of exploring options of like, how can I do that? You know, because I feel like 
you know, we've been given these platforms. Um, if it wasn't for our followers, we would not have what we have. We wouldn't have these platforms. Um, the people that come to our pages every day and support us every day and lean on our voices and want to hear us talk, you know, no matter how hick I may sound, they still want to hear what I have to say, you know? Oh yeah. I love your accent. I know. I was going to say, it's, I just get so many people yes. that are like, is that what you really sound like? And I'm like, yeah, like this is not fake. <laughs> this is how yeah. I talk. Well, yeah. and it's it's nice to like see it makes you feel real, even more real. Yeah. The fact I that like I you have an accent. Like mm-hmm. I would like I to have that. one. People say that all the time. Somebody just said it this morning on my live. Like every time I come to your page, it's nothing scripted. It's nothing that you like you're not saying things because you have to say them. You're just real and you're raw and you're in the moment. Um, and that's what I think, you know, we're authentic. And we just have so much to offer the world and the world's given us so much. I just want to give back um, to the weight loss community in general, whether they've had surgery or not. I just, I just want to be there for people who need it. Um, But I'm I'm trying to explore the options of like, how can I do that? You know? Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Well, keep exploring because you're going to find it. Yeah. You're going to find, because you are helping people, whether you know it or not, Mm -hmm. like you're helping a shit ton of people. Yeah. And we hear all positive things about you and we just love you. We got to meet you in person, give hugs. When I went into San Antonio, there was a group of women there and I was like, um, I was like, how's it going? And they were like, how's it going? And I was like, is that what I sound like? And they're like, yes, but we know who you are and we love you, but that is what you sound like. (laughs) I don't know. I'm maybe I'm a little bit self-conscious about my accent, but I think it's, I mean, it's me, you know? Mm -hmm. No, I love it. I love it. And I thank you so much for sharing your journey with us and our listeners. I think that you just have such a unique journey, but at the same time you relate to everybody. Like if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Thank you. I appreciate that. I really do. Yes. All right, see y'all again. We're going to tear it up on the dance floor. <laughs> yes, we are. Yes, yes we are. Exactly. You know what's funny about that is because like Kel and Teresa don't really want to be on the dance floor, mm-hmm. but they uh, will because of us just hang out. Mm-hmm. And I saw it where I saw Teresa slowly go away from the dance floor when yep. me and you were on it. And I was like, oh, she's doing it. She's leaving. Yeah, I would pull her back every time. Yep. She scares. Teresa always says like, I'm never on the dance floor unless Tanya's around. And then I'm on the dance floor. I can't get off the dance floor. <laughs> and yep. I'm like, I don't like, I pull her out there, you know? Yeah. So yep. I just get us out like, of our comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Amazing though. Like that fashion show, I bawled like you just, you tear up when you see people out there living their best life and doing things they've never done before. Like on the dance floor, those women have never been dressed up because they were always self-conscious. They've never danced just like no one was watching. And those are the most amazing moments to me. Like those are, I'm a people watcher. I've always been a people watcher. I will be out on the dance floor, but I also will always take a moment to just sit back and be like, the beauty around us, you know, like at that retreat, that was some of the most amazing moments because you just look around and you're just like, these women and men are literally living their best life and they've never done this before. And that's beautiful to me. Like, that's a beautiful, it's such a beautiful thing. It is. Yeah, (laughs) it really is. We got to get you to JVY for the next JVY. Yes, I want to, you know, and, and I was going to go this year, but Kylie had a baby, you know, he's, uh, he's eight months old, all right, eight weeks old right now. He's eight weeks oh, old. Oh, so, that's so cool. Cute. Oh my gosh. Well, guy. thank you again so much for yeah. taking the time out of your day to talk with us and for everybody else out there. We love you and we will see you next time.
Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much. Hey, listeners, if you enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform you get your podcasts. And don't forget to go over to patreon.com forward slash OSLP for all your support needs. That's right. And we even have our own website. So go over to arslevipodcast.com, sign up for our newsletter, get that free ebook, and then don't forget to get your merch. And also, we're on YouTube, guys. So type in our name, hit that bell, and hit subscribe, and you're going to see our lovely faces every single Tuesday. So thank you for listening to Our Sleep Life Podcast, where we are breaking that stigma one episode at a time.